What is up, gorgeous soul? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Fisher. This week, we got a juicy solo episode where I dive into how it is so important for you to choose who you are being in this world, how you get to decide that you are, in fact, already the type of person who holds the identity around what it is that you're looking to experience in this next chapter of your life and your business. I share some really juicy stories about my own process as well as one of my clients' processes in really claiming the parts of myself and their self that really long to be seen and provide you with some really powerful insight as to why who you're being on an identity level is currently influencing every single aspect of what you see in your life and in your business. You're definitely going to want to tune into this this week's episode. I am so stoked to share it with you. Let's fucking get it. Super stoked to jump into this episode with you because I feel like so many of us tell stories about what we can and can't do when in actuality, we're more than likely already doing the thing that we're desiring in some shape, way, or form. And I'm going to explain what I mean by this. So, First off, like, have you ever convinced yourself that you can't do something only to find that, again, you're already kind of doing the very thing that you have expressed that you're afraid of doing, in which case you're actually showing yourself in real time that you actually can do the thing and that even if you're still learning how to do it, that you'll figure it out. Because through practice, through repetition, is how we cultivate our expertise. It's how we start to teach ourselves how to do things in a way that is exciting or liberating or helps us really feel embodied in a particular activity or a a specific um, action or maybe when it comes to a certain way that you support your clients through a specific modality, right? Maybe you're, you know, a hypnotherapist or maybe you use a particular technique. It's through practice that you start to teach your body and your mind how to do that thing really fucking well, right? So I'm just going to tell you a little story. So I'm coaching a client today and man, she's so, she's so incredible. She's so talented and she's expressing to me that she has this really big desire to start a book club and she was feeling really afraid to do so. And so I I asked her, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, let's kind of feel into what you're actually afraid of. And through us having a coaching conversation, she arrived at a fear That sounded something like, well, if I start this book club, what happens then is people are going to wonder when I'm going to write my book and I'm really afraid to write my book. I'm really afraid of that. That makes me feel really scared. And so 
I posed to her, I said, you know, you're already a writer. And she said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you're already a writer. You write content, you write incredible emails. Like you're already a writer, you're already doing the thing. And so what could happen for you if you started to allow yourself to hold the identity of being a writer? Because you actually already are one. And her, she's like, holy shit, my mind is being blown right now. Why have I never really felt this or had been able to claim this? And there's a few points I want to make around this. And one being, more often than not, the initial thing that you feel afraid of is actually the surface fear to something much deeper, right? So for example, with this particular client, the initial fear that popped up was, oh my gosh, I'm going to start this book club. You know, what if people don't sign up? Yada, yada, yada. But what she was actually afraid of was that through giving herself the permission to start the book club, which is an inevitable thing that she's going to do, people are already interested, like, it gets to happen. She actually was able to identify that there was a much deeper fear, right? Because being a writer was at that point in time, something that her subconscious mind hadn't identified with. It felt like it was still outside of her. And yet she was already doing that. She was already doing the thing, right? And this is so powerful because, you know, and this is something I love so much about coaching is that more often than not, your clients will come to you with things that you've also experienced or have experienced in some to some degree, to, in some way, shape or form, right? And so as I'm, as I'm mentoring her, I'm also seeing the way that I used to tell myself a very similar story. So I also have plans to write a book. I plan on writing it in this winter area of 2022. And for a long time, I told myself a very similar story. Like, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to write. I would like go on and on and on about these stories about how I wasn't that thing. And then I had an, uh, this a big epiphany, right, where I realized that almost every single day for the past, particularly for the past three years, I have written between 2,000 to 3,000 words a day. Combination of content, combination of emails, journaling, and some days even more, some days double that. I would say half of the time it's double that. So that is around, I believe that ends up being around 2 million to 3 million words a year, right? And I've done that every day, almost every day rather, for, well, since 2019. And as we sit here, it's, it's now May 2022. And so I have written so often, so much, and therefore am a writer, right? You are what you do. 
So if you're writing, you're a writer. If you work out, you're a fit person. You're somebody who takes care of themselves, right? Theoretically speaking, obviously, that's a whole other can of worms that, you know, not everybody that moves their body is necessarily, you know, healthy. Um, But I digress. (laughs) What I'm getting at is that you become the things that you do, right? And so through practice... Through repetition, you start to hone in on your expertise. And even in this, I'm thinking back to, you know, when I first started to be really devoted to creating content that was more longer form content, that was more storytelling, more in depth. I mean, I have come so far and I consider myself now to be a really good writer, right? Like I... A, I thoroughly enjoy writing. It's one of my main pleasures in life. And I know that I create really compelling content. I get messages all the time from people saying that my words feel like church and that I'm just speaking to their soul. I know that I'm good at what I do. And I know that because I've taught myself through embodying and practicing and doing the thing almost every single day, right? And so I'm curious for you... What are you currently desiring to experience or to do or to have? And is it possible that you're actually already doing it? (laughs) Like I remember giving you another example here. I remember when I initially started to be really serious about my business and I used to say things like, oh, I really want to build a successful business. I really want to build, you know, uh, an expertise around, you know, particular subject matters. I really desire to sign clients. And then I remember having a conversation with a coach back then who said, well, you're already doing that. Like, it's not over there because over there doesn't exist. Like, you're already doing it because you're taking action towards that thing. And so it can be extremely important to pause, right? Because we can get so zoomed in on our shit that we forget to zoom out and go, oh, (laughs) I'm already doing that, right? So maybe for you, maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're feeling into, oh, I really want to build a six-figure business, or I really want to sign more clients, or I really want to, you know, insert whatever desire. But is it possible that you're already doing that? Like, could the story be shifted to, I am the type of person who is building a successful six-figure business. I'm the type of person who is presently creating space for soulmate clients. I am the type of person who is currently you know a healthy person I am currently the type of person who takes pleasure in taking care of themselves right and the power of this right the power of going from using phrases that outsource what you're desiring to some like future timeline 
is you're actually claiming that as a part of your identity right now, right? So instead of going, oh, I really want that thing, or I really hope I get that, it's like, no, I'm the type of person who, insert whatever it is that you're looking for to feel or to experience, right? And the power of this as well is that this actually helps your subconscious mind and body get on board with this being a part of your identity because otherwise what can happen, and this is why a lot of people get really frustrated when they say, oh, I'm doing all the affirmations, they're not working. And that's because your subconscious mind will reject anything that isn't already a part of the identity that you hold. So if you're somebody who is struggling to feel confident in themselves and you're saying in the mirror every day, I'm confident, I am confident, I am confident. That's fine. And I'm not saying not to do that. But what I am saying is that there's a better way that's going to actually be more supportive of your subconscious mind getting on board with that desired outcome. Just quickly interrupting this week's episode to let you know that something so exciting is relaunching. The waitlist for the Embodied Leadership Mastermind goes live on June 8th, and all those who decide to jump on the waitlist are going to get access to some really juicy exclusive bonuses. So you're going to want to go to my Instagram at I am Rachel Fisher to keep up with all the details as I will be sharing more in the coming weeks. Now back to today's episode. So a better way of phrasing that and saying this to yourself would be, I am the type of person who is learning to feel confident. I am the type of person who feels confident. I am the type of person who is every day learning how to be more confident, right? Just as an example. And so this is so important because again, The things you tell yourself become a part of your reality. Like the stories you tell yourself over and over and over again, your body memorizes, your mind becomes very deeply ingrained in those stories. And that's when you start to just see the same things play out in your life over and over and over again in different ways. Because again, your subconscious mind is in the driver's seat. So when you're not creating space to rewire who you are being on an identity level, it's no wonder that you're going to be frustrated, right? And so back to kind of what I was saying to the my client today, I said, you know, what would it feel like for you to start to practice this week saying I am the type of person who is a writer? Because again, They already are, right? And it's just a matter of telling a new story, but also telling the story in such a way that actually is a way that they're, again, their subconscious mind and body can actually get on board with. Because when you really want something or you really desire something, right? It's your responsibility to get your body and your mind on board with who it is that you feel you're here to be and the vision you hold, the mission you hold, right? And I know this all too well because the reality is, is I, for one, know that everything that I see in front of me right now is a result 
of my willingness to devote to bringing those desires into existence, right? So there's going to be so many fucking times when your mind says, can I? And your job is going to be to look in the mirror and say, yeah, watch me. And as I mentioned, you know, literally everything I see in front of me right now started with my willingness to devote to bringing those desires into existence first. I devoted to those desires coming into existence before it made sense logically, before I had the evidence that it was possible, right? It all started with a decision, you know, a decision to be brave and bold, a decision to experience both the discomfort and the deliciousness of my yes, because I want you to understand something. And that is that the both and and the nuance of your experience will always be there. (laughs) Something can be a full body yes and be uncomfortable simultaneously. And oftentimes that will be the case, right? There has been a decision to hold myself with compassion, reverence, love in every different season leading in my heart and soul led business. And so you may wonder, you know, do I have the capacity for what I'm asking for? So maybe you're asking for larger volumes of clients in your programs to have more eyes on you than ever before and be seen in bigger ways, to have more money flowing into your bank account than ever before, to make bigger investments in yourself and hire coaches and team members, you know, to have elevated chapters of your leadership where you're actually asked to hold higher standards, to have tighter boundaries. And the answer is, of course, you have the capacity for all of that. And like I mentioned, in that it is actually your responsibility to get your body and mind on board with the vision God placed on the altar of your heart to fulfill. And I'm going to tell you one last story here. So I'll never forget. Okay. So I, at the beginning of 2020, decided to book my partner and I a really beautiful, luxurious night away at a resort called Sparkling Hill in the Okanagan. And truth be told, (laughs) at the time, I felt like I had no business being there. I was just a mere couple of months um, after going full-time in my business. And let me just paint this picture for you real quick, okay? I was not an overnight success. So for all of 2018 and 2019, my business had only brought in maybe around like 6000 It was like between six dollars and $8,000. Like I can't quite remember the exact number at this point in time, but it was between six dollars and $8,000 for all all of 2018 and 2019. Okay. (laughs) And at the time I had just quit my job as a fitness advisor in December of 2019. So while I was at this resort, it was like the beginning of February of 2020. So again, I was like two months into being full-time in my business. And quite frankly, my financial safety net consisted of a couple of credit cards. Okay. I had one private client at the time who I think was paying me around, I don't know, like maybe $500 a month. My partner, Justin at the time was finishing his master's in university. Like I was the main source of income in my household. And I found myself in a position where 
I was doing some coaching consulting for a platform and in January, so I left, again, I left my fitness advisor job in December of 2019, was again, coaching full-time in my business, also doing some consulting and coaching for this coaching platform. And I, all of a sudden in, in January, I found myself in a position where that platform decided that they no longer were going to operate and therefore this again another safety net had just been like kind of taken away right and so I'm sitting at this luxury resort at the start of 2020 in February far before the whole world shut down well not really far before like a few weeks before (laughs) little did I know (laughs) and I'm sitting in this bathtub looking out into the snowy mountains and I remember there was bubbles in the bathtub and I was drinking red wine back when I used to drink. And I'm sitting there and I'm just looking at this beautiful room and there's just crystals everywhere and it's so beautiful. And I really anchored and claimed with a full body yes that 2020 would be my first six-figure year. And at the time, I did not know what it felt like to have a salary above $25,000 a year. Okay, so like think about that gap right $25,000 a year salary was my norm and I was claiming my first six-figure year and so guess what my job was my job was to become the type of person who had a six-figure business it became my job and my responsibility to get my mind and body on board with that vision And at the time, my identity didn't reflect that six-figure version of me, right? I was just learning, just learning how to trust myself really deeply, okay? And at the time of being in this resort, I was my first launch ever of any program because prior to that, I had only worked with um, a couple one-on-one clients and some practice clients. And so this was my first launch of like a group group program course hybrid I had no evidence yet that it was gonna work but I was so devoted to being the type of person who trusted themselves that that influenced the actions I took and so I invested in coaches that year one of which I invested thirty thousand dollars into a mastermind I worked with other private coaches. Like when I'm telling you that I was devoted, I was devoted. I launched programs, you know, I I did the damn thing. I was so devoted to my desires over my fear. And it wasn't that I didn't feel the fear. I was feeling the fucking fear, my friends, because in the year that the whole world shut down, I could have shut down too. But Instead, I actually had my first six-figure year. And I want you to really feel that for a second. Because everything is the result of a decision, right? I could have, a few weeks after, right, that beautiful moment at that luxury resort, in the middle of my first launch ever, And the whole world shut down and I could have decided that it wouldn't work. I could have decided to give up 
I could have decided that there's no way in hell people are going to purchase in the middle of a pandemic. And I decided to say, fuck that. Watch me. And the reality is, is the success that I wondered if it would last has actually amplified and continues to blossom. Now I run a multiple six-figure business. Every new chapter, I expand my capacity to receive in new ways. And so when you ask yourself, can I handle this? The question really is, will you choose to step into the identity of the version of you who says yes? Will you choose to be the type of person who moves with conviction? Will you choose to be the type of person who devotes to their vision? Will you be the type of person who says yes, even in the midst of discomfort kissing their body? Will you be the type of person who continues to choose themselves? And so I would love for you to feel into something that you're really desiring And I'd love for you to play with the idea of what if you're already doing the thing. And the beautiful thing is, is if you haven't quite yet stepped into the identity of doing that thing, you're alive and therefore you get to choose to step into that identity. I love you so much and I'm so grateful to share this space with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's my pleasure and honor to be here with you. I hope you have a magical rest of your day and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Embodied Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us reach more coaches and entrepreneurs just like you. And also don't forget to check out our blog each week, which you'll find in the show notes. I would absolutely love for you to take a screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Rachel Fisher. I can't wait to see you next week. Talk to you soon.